This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome again to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. And we're here talking gaming news like we do every single week, giving you the gaming news that you may or may not have missed. Uh, mm -hmm. And if you like gaming as much as we do, then you'll enjoy two guys talking about gaming for an interminable amount of time. Yeah, you, it's, it's usually a, about like, an hour. A little over an hour, yeah, pretty yeah, typically. Yeah, so, so if you can deal with that, hang out with us, and we're going to talk some gaming. Exactly. And we're going to start where we do every single week, with the backwards compatible games that have come uh, to Xbox One mm -hmm. from Xbox 360. First one we have is Alice Madness Returns, which um, I didn't actually play the second one, yeah. but the first one, the first one of these was excellent. It's it's good. Um, I've, I've watched people play this. I've not played it myself, mm -hmm. um, but I keep hearing great things, and it's I think it's really cool that this that they did bring this over here to uh, to backwards compatible yeah. uh, because uh, it's continuing support even for games that continuing support even for games that may not be the huge AAA titles that everyone wants, right. but games that people really love, and that's yeah. what matters. That's what really matters. I really enjoyed the the weapon variety mm -hmm. and the and the boss the creativity of the boss fights. Yeah, is is just really good stuff. The different environments and all that kind of stuff, and, and I mean. Plus, you know, it's, it's Lewis Carroll. And Come on. Yellow. Yellow. So. Uh, we also got uh, Shadow of Shadows of the Damned. Uh-huh. Uh, which, uh, did you play Shadows of the Damned? Um, yeah, Shadows of the Damned is is this game where, um, okay, you, you remember how in Peter Pan, mm -hmm. like, his shadow ran away? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this is uh, a game where you're, where you're playing the Shadows of the Damned. And the shadows aren't necessarily indicative of the the personality of their masters. So okay, yeah, because like Peter Pan's shadow is like it, you know, yeah, not deal, not yeah, not necessarily on board with yeah. whatever it is that he chooses to be doing. Well, Shadows of the Damned is kind of a redemption story for the shadows of those who were forced to cooperate in oh. in all these all these horrible deeds that their masters did. Okay, and so uh, when when they go to hell, their shadows are permitted to go out into the world. Ah. And so, it's really fun because, like, in if you remember in the Disney version of Peter Pan, like, there's a section where where Peter's shadow hides in a shadow. Yeah. So it's a, so it's a stealth game where you're trying to sneak through and, and because get all you're this a shadow stuff. and you can't tell shadow within shadow. Right. Okay. Okay. And so so it's 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 a really good story. The the characters are kind of flat. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> Overall, it's a good game. That's a, it sounds like a great game that doesn't exist. Yep, not at all. Another game that doesn't exist, well, to, to brief you if you haven't seen the show before, uh, anytime we come across a backwards battle game that we don't know about, we make it up, which mm -hmm. is what Kevin just did, and I get what I'm going to do. The other game that's coming out for um, for backwards compatible is Rocket Knight. Mm -hmm. Tell me about Rocket Knight. So Rocket Knight came out, uh, interestingly enough, it came out a month before Shovel Knight. Okay. So this was similar to how um, uh, that one uh, studio comes out with 
movies like Transmorphers mm-hmm. uh, and, yeah. and uh, what's it called? The Asylum. The Asylum try, comes out with movies really quick yeah. to cash in on people who are excited about another thing. This was this is a new video game company that's, okay. that's trying to do that. The problem is they keep changing their name. Okay. So because they don't want to get caught. It's, it's uh, Cruiser Club. Yeah, Cru- Yacht Club. Yeah, exactly. So that was okay. Cruiser Club. So they what they did was they came out with uh, Rocket Knight. So Rocket right. Knight is a 2D platformer, much like uh, Shovel Knight. I uh, do like those. Uh, so you have. Um, did you ever see Rocketeer? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's like Rocketeer, okay. except a little cartoony. Right. The jetpack doesn't quite work right. It's mm-hmm. got its little quirks. Um, you, It's one-hit kill. Okay. So any enemy that hits you, you die. Right. You cannot kill any enemies because all you have is a rocket. Okay. So all you have to do is just avoid them, and depending on how the fuel level of the rocket is, mm-hmm. it, it actually changes the gameplay because of the weight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's the game that doesn't exist. All right. So how does it end? Okay, so the interesting thing about how it ends is that you find out that the rocket itself is mm-hmm. sentient. All right. And this voice that you've been hearing telling you to save the world and everything that is That you rocket. thought initially was the narrator. Yes. But it's actually the, it's rocket, the rocket who's man. telling the story the whole time because the rocket is the hero of the story. This that's, other, that's the, pretty cool. The, uh, the guy that you're controlling, you're yeah. really, the, really the rocket is controlling him. Yeah. Because that's why the whole time that it doesn't quite work the right way, because the rocket is going, mm, no, you no, gotta go further no. down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, that's the twist to Rocket. Well, rocket there you night. go. There's there's the <laughs> twist to that game that doesn't exist that I made you come up with on the spot. Yeah. I like this. Hope you enjoyed that. I don't know if, if you guys are entertained by this, but we are endlessly amused. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. it's a nice way to warm up anyways. It is. Uh, we also got some more Nintendo Switch news. Um, we do. We as, as we're getting every single week, Nintendo Switch is coming out in 30... Four days. Uh, by the way, if you're following us on Twitter, you'll see our countdown to Switchmas. So Indeed. you'll get to see how many days are out, and we're sending out uh, different facts every single day on that. Um, so we got three new games. They're all from the Tomorrowland. Was it Tomorrowland Cor- Company? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Tomorrow something company. They're all from the same guy. Yeah, yeah, the same same developer. Yeah, and um, we got World of Goo, which mm-hmm. has been out everywhere. Uh, it was since on 2008. Since 2008, that's it right. It was on Wii. Yep. It was on Wii U, I think. Uh, it was. It's on Android. It's on Steam, obviously. We also got Little Inferno, which mm-hmm. I have been. I was trying to find a good game, gameplay thing to show you guys, but I couldn't find a good one. Um, all I could find was their trailer, which doesn't tell you a lot about the game other than like you're in a fireplace, you put the things in the fireplace, and you light it. And I'm like, okay, but how do I? How do I win? How what, do I, what you do I win do? by surviving? <laughs> um, I guess so. Appar- apparently, stuff in the fire. Well, apparently, what what you're what you're trying to do is you're you're like it's kind of like the little matchstick girl. Okay. And like so, you're burning things to survive. I don't know exactly how all that works, but know. that's 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 what I know about that game. But what I think is really interesting also is the human resource machine, mm-hmm. which is essentially a, uh, a a game that teaches you programming logic. Yeah. And uh, and. I think that's that's really cool. Uh, to to I have not played this. I've seen people play it. I think I, it's I, I played it a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. So I, what I I think is really cool about this, and I think it shows to me, maybe maybe it's coincidence, but I think with this, with I Am Satsuna, with Afterbirth coming out on Nintendo, mm-hmm. we have more third-party games coming out on launch day than we have first-party games. And that's a yeah. big deal for Nintendo. And yeah, there are some older indie games, but I think this says a lot about what Nintendo's trying to do as a direction. 
and I actually have uh, there's an intent there's a uh, Reggie Filzame on uh, MatPat if you haven't seen it uh, they did a debate yeah. thing which by the way yeah. uh, if you have not seen this MatPat takes him to school on the on the problems that we <laughs> had and he yeah. does not he takes off his gloves now I know this was like an understanding thing for Reggie yeah. because Reggie's able to defend himself um, but he points out in here and what we're seeing here all lines up with Nintendo saying you know what we know we need third-party support. We need this, and he didn't say it in the video, but I think the reason we're getting these older indie games is because it's gonna beef up their catalog. Yeah. That's, I mean, we went from having five to 10 games on launch but, from doing that. But at the same time, yeah. World of Goo was a Wii title. Yes. I think that the, the developer support has more to do with this has more to do with nostalgia than actual support for the platform that they're creating now. No, it, it could. And, and but for Afterbirth, it's definitely not. Uh, I mean, to throw Binding of Isaac on a Nintendo console. Yeah. Which I mean, they, they they managed to get it their second try, and without without changing anything, that's kind of impressive. It's impressive, and uh, I, for one, I, I know that, like like you said, there's a lot of different reasons why this could be happening. It could be because uh, because the the nostalgia, because it was on Wii. Yeah. Um, I think that I'm going to start buying, and like similar to what you do with the Vita, I'm going to start voting with my wallet with my Nintendo Switch. Okay. I want to show Nintendo that we love first-party Nintendo games. Nintendo, you know that already. Right. But the third-party games, we really enjoy on there, and I mean, Bethesda is on there. Bethesda bringing Skyrim to this, I think that that's showing other developers to say, okay, yeah, this is this is something... That, that we can develop on, that we can enjoy. And I don't think... Nintendo obviously is not trying to compete with PlayStation and, and Xbox anymore. They're kind of doing their own thing. Okay. But a lot of games that are on the PS4 and the Xbox are going to be able to play on, play on the Switch. I've already heard developers talking about that, where they're saying it's, it's basically... It's a little bit less powerful than an Xbox One. And yeah. the way that they're structuring games nowadays when it comes to the PS4 Pro, when it comes to the Xbox Scorpio, they're basically going to be making games that can have uh, a variance in graphics. Yeah. And all you have to do for that is essentially add that add that variance, add the what is it 920 is it 920 that it docks at? It's not 1080. Oh, uh, I know it, no it's it's 900. Yeah, so yeah, 900 for for the yeah. dock, which people are people are trashing left and right. I'll have you know. I'll have you know that most games on the Xbox One that are Microsoft games do not run at 1080. Nope. They don't. You don't notice. None of you fanboys noticed. I noticed. You didn't notice. So that's my little soapbox, but I did have one other thing to bring up. Please, please, go ahead and finish on your soapbox before I kick it out from <laughs> under you. Well, well I, th I think you find this interesting. Okay. Uh, Kevin, you play video games. Frequently. Yeah. What what day what what day do video games come out on? Like like when they when they get released? Tuesday or Friday? Yeah. Friday if you're in Japan. Europe also. Mm -hmm. Or uh, if world, you have worldwide releases mm -hmm. tend to be on Fridays. Which Game is coming out on which Friday. Which is now how everyone is going to get their Switch games. Oh yeah. Every Switch game is being released on Friday. No one's noticed this. No one's talking about it. The Friday before or after? The fri the Friday. Okay. America, Europe. Japan, everyone, all the same time, Friday. No one's talking about this, but if you look on the Nintendo website, if you look on the GameStop website, you see the release date. Mm -hmm. 
for instance, um, Has Been Heroes. And, and the reason that I, real, I, I found this out is because I saw Has Been Heroes was set for March 31st. Okay. And I thought, that's a placeholder. Right. And then I realized, you know, the placeholders all say March. Right. So what's this all about? March 31st is Friday. Uh, and then, um, I, you want to double check me, the uh, release date for, uh, for Mario Kart is like April 28th. Uh, May twenty eighth for Splatoon. No, 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 this is this is something okay. else. I'm sorry. So uh, I believe it's April twenty eighth for uh, for um, Mario Kart, which is also Friday. All these games are coming out on a Friday, which means that Nintendo is not only saying we're having a um, now this is going to be the same for every single game, but Nintendo is not only saying uh, we're going to um, not only saying we're going to uh, release and be Re not region locked, but we are also going to be uh, what's it called? Simultaneous, simultaneous release, worldwide yeah. release, yeah. Okay, because that's pretty cool. And there's yeah, March thirty first, April twenty eighth. They're all on Friday, so you're gonna get Mario Kart. Well, I'm gonna get Mario Kart. You're not. I'm gonna get Mario Kart. I'm gonna get Has Been Heroes. I'm gonna get all these games at the same time as people in Europe, which is cool for them because usually they get them on. They get the week before us usually, or the week after, depending. Yeah, it, it, it just kind of varies. I think that's really cool because we we not only have our non-region locked console, mm -hmm. but we're gonna release all the games at the same time, so we don't have to wait. That, for the most part, that is that is happy. Uh, we'll see how that plays out, yeah. uh, particularly with the with the bigger ones like uh, like Xenoverse and like the the Fire Emblem coming to iOS and Android at the same time. Yeah, was a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, I think I think that that's important in general. Mm -hmm. Like uh, like I don't know how many of you were paying attention when Dark Souls three launched and it launched early in some places and people got yeah, in early. Yeah, two weeks and early. Like, spoiler. In, yeah. Yeah, two weeks early in Australia. It, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was it was not cool. No. Because I had to hide from. Do you know how hard it is to hide from spoilers when your other job is to. Yeah. Look up news. <laughs> when your job is to look up gaming news and yeah. not look at it. That's tricky. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So I, I I do think it's admirable that mm -hmm. they're that they're aiming for worldwide releases. Um, as with most of the things, mm -hmm. as far as the Switch goes, um, I'll kind of see how it plays out. Sure, because this it's a good plan. It's a good I like plan. The, I like the plan. I like yeah. the theory. Implementation, yeah, is where they fall flat. And, and I will say the, yeah. the plan, the idea of the eShop and oh, yeah. digital, digital anything mm -hmm. with Nintendo is cool, but then they fall flat on implementation, and that's implementation and communication. Um, Nintendo is really bad about, and I and I, I, I like to blame Reggie a lot, and Reggie, you know, I love you, but. Uh, I like. I mean, I, I tend to blame him a lot, but I know a lot of it is things that he knows that he can't say, things mm -hmm. that they haven't fully decided. Um, so it c it could be something straight from top down from Nintendo Japan. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's unfortunate that you're hearing this from from our little show on on Twitch and YouTube and podcast. Yeah. Because no one else has pointed it out, and it's not something they've announced. It's just something that's there. Another thing that's on there. Uh, we so we we talked about their their mobile. Um, their online uh, structure, mm -hmm. and that there's going to be an app, and everyone was like, "Are you serious? There's going to be an app for this?" Yeah. But then if you look on the tech specs in the UK, so the UK site for Nintendo, 
Mm -hmm. right? So this isn't like a third-party site. UK site for Nintendo shows the Switch, and it says, here's the jack that's compatible with headphones, microphone, or headset. Okay. If it's compatible with a microphone, why do I need an app? Uh, maybe you have to blow to beat the Arthrox like you did in the Famicom version of Legend of Zelda. I don't know. Again, horrible, horrible communication, but I'm, I have a feeling like that they're going to allow you to use your headset on the game game itself, on the Switch. They haven't told us this. I think that you're going to do that, and it's Bluetooth 4.1 if you didn't see. Bluetooth okay. 4.1, which is used for headsets, for, yeah. for, for um, microphones, for your Bluetooth headsets. So to me, I think that this is leaning towards either now or later, we'll actually be able to do that, and the app on your phone is kind of a companion app, which will be a really cool thing to be able to pair up and be convenient while you're, while you got your Switch here. Okay. Click it click. Do they have access to the internet? Does who have access? Nintendo. Because everybody's been screaming about the, the app. This is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Say something. Well, Nintendo's, everyone's also been not only been screaming about, about that, but people are screaming about the game that everyone wants to be on launch. And I'm not talking about Mario, because we know Mario is still in development, allegedly. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and yeah, there's a lot of Wii U titles and everything. Yeah. But the game that most of the people on the internet are, are clamoring for to be on a launch title is Snipper Clips. I, I think that's you. No, no, no. Alana <laughs> and a ton of other people are, okay. on, are on Twitter saying, this is your launch title. I cannot wait for this. Okay. Like, and Alana Pierce was saying, like, she's not going to buy one, but, like, she wants, like, she wants to play that she game. Snipper clips. Yeah. Okay. There's more people want snipper clips than want one to switch I'm not saying they want yeah. it more than Legend of Zelda, but Legend of Zelda is also on the Wii U. Fact. So, you're exclusive game for the Nintendo Switch. Your system seller that makes people have to go buy it is a $20 title where you cut people cut people like paper. Alright. I, I it's it's amazing. It 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 looks it looks adorable and fun. Yeah. For at least 15 minutes. And I'll see how it holds up after that. <laughs> see this is this is most of the time uh, one of the reasons that the that the show uh, like one of the reasons that I enjoy talking with you is, is yeah. that we have we have differing perspectives, yeah. but a lot of the times we have the same opinion. Yeah. And it's really weird. <laughs> the, 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 whole, yeah. Well the Nintendo Switch has been like the biggest thing that we've disagreed on. Like I I, I, I want it yeah. to be good. You believe that it will be good. I believe that it will be good. I believe that this will be uh, this will be it won't be Nintendo's next Wii. Mm -hmm. But this is going to sell considerably more than the Wii U. Okay. And I still hope that it's Nintendo's last hardware. But you, but see, and like you said, we both have different perspectives. But we both are doing that because we want Nintendo su to succeed. We do, and and but we have different ideas of what what Nintendo success looks like. Oh yeah, I. I and, and Nintendo has a completely third perspective on what Nintendo's success looks like. Which, again, if you watch that Reggie Reggie thing, he talks about that and says, because yeah. the whole the whole thing with MatPat and uh, and Reggie is is MatPat's basically saying Nintendo should quit the console business and just make digital games for Steam, for Xbox. Yeah. And Reggie brings up a lot of good points of the innovation that that Nintendo has been doing and is trying to do. Mm -hmm. And I, I give him credit for that. Sometimes they have huge successes yeah. and sometimes they have huge failures. Rumble came from, I mean, original Rumble 
was originally a Nintendo and thing. N64. I yeah. mean, the, the amount of innovations that came out of Nintendo, the D-pad is a Nintendo thing. The, mm -hmm. the, the four buttons and the, and the uh, uh, what's it called, the, the diamond is shape, mm -hmm. that's all Nintendo. Shoulder the buttons are stick. Nintendo. The analog stick is Nintendo. Yeah, Rumble is Nintendo. Everything is Nintendo. The only thing that people keep bashing them about recently is motion controls. But at this end, I, I mean, yeah, you, you can bash them about it, but, but it worked for them. <laughs> okay, but the thing is, yeah, we nailed controllers. We did. We're good. Yep. The, the, the difference between the Xbox One and the Xbox 360 controller is slight tweaks. The yep. difference between the PS4 and the PS3, you've got the, the pad thing. Yeah. The, eh. There's a difference. I don't, I, don't, I don't really need that. And, and so I, I feel like that we, we reached where we needed to reach mm -hmm. on controllers. And it shows because the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller is basically a, a modern PS4 and, and or Xbox. And that's the controller I want. Yeah, and, and with the grip, obviously I'm going to get it with the with the grip because it comes with that. Uh, yeah. I may get the Pro Controller on launch day if they have them available. I didn't pre-order yet, but... Uh, I may get that. I don't know yet, but uh, just to have a secondary charging and to have then yeah. have three people to be able to play. Uh, but the Switch, when it's it, it's it's an ingenious design. This is what I, I do love about the design of the Switch. So you dock those controllers. Yeah. And when you're docked, you have a modern controller. You right. have an R1, R2, whatever they want to call it. You have two analog sticks. You have four buttons on the front. You got mm -hmm. a D-pad. You got everything you want. Yeah. You undock it, and you have two SNES controllers. That's pretty yeah. damn cool. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. That's one of them's. One of them's kind of weird. Though, one of them is kind of weird. One of them is kind of weird. And and you know you know I think I finally figured out like just now live on the air. Yeah. I finally figured out why it is that the Switch. Why I'm not as excited about the Switch. Why not? It's my obsession with symmetry. Yeah. And then the. So nope. So the the off because the, the PlayStation the the DualShock you have your your analog sticks that are that are symmetrical. Mm -hmm. Xbox does not have Xbox it. is off. So yeah. this is this is much like an Xbox. Um, I will say um, that my pro tip is if you are in a household with two people, mm -hmm. when you get your Switch, decide which one of you wants that. And get the neon ones, so that you so that you have your controller. Well, I was just gonna say you'll know which one is which because of that analog stick. But I would suggest that one of you decides mm -hmm. to be the martyr and use that that middle stick, the the right one, which is slightly off kilter. Mm -hmm. Because if you just get used to playing on that controller, yeah, then you'll be okay. The problem is switching between them. It's the same thing that yeah. problem that I have with I the Xbox and, and PS3. Switching between them is a problem. So I would say just get comfortable with one or the other. Doesn't matter which one it is because I've heard people say it's kind of weird, but once you get used to it, it's okay. Yeah. So just get used to whichever one that is, and then you won't. Then then you'll be the person who everyone likes at the party who says, "Yeah, I'll take." Yeah, I'll, I'll take. I'll take control too. <laughs> I mean, Luigi ended up being cooler than Mario. So well, I mean, Luigi's awesome. Player yeah, two, rich. Player two ended up. Yes, he is. <laughs> Player two ended up at doing all right. Exactly. So, so back, back on to regular news. It's like it's right. Non Nintendo non Switch. Nintendo stuff is off to soapboxes. Okay. Yeah, we actually okay. have a lot of a lot of news. Right yeah, now. we do. All right. So uh, we have the Enter the Gungeon supply drop. Yeah. Which is is awesome and wonderful. Uh, did you have you played any of this? I have not. I've seen okay. I've seen some gameplay of it, but I've this not is, played this myself. Is, this game is is ridiculous and fun, and you're you're looking for a gun that kills time. And it's it's just bullet hell and, and wonderfulness. 
and uh, and what they what they're adding in this in this particular uh, upgrade mm-hmm. is they're they're adding a thing where you you get all kinds of stuff. You can you can shoot a you can shoot a gun whose bullets are another gun that shoot bullets. Like they're <laughs> they're just they're just doubling down, doubling down again. On, on just all, all of the ridiculousness that makes Enter the Gungeon so great. Yeah. Um, and you, you've got the whole, you, you've got the, the cooperative bit, you've got the, the weirdness bit, and it's, it's hellacious and hilarious. I, I, I like this game a lot. Yeah, it, you, you like a lot of twins, the twin six shooter stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it's kind of one of your things too. I, I, I don't mind them. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of concentration when it comes to these games, and. Yeah. I know you. The Vita is your basically primary gaming source throughout the week. Basically, um, certain games that I find real easy, like Swindles, just amazing on on Vita, and it's hard up, for me to up until you get to the bank. Up until you get to the bank. The the second to the last. Okay, there's uh, the the last three are the the casino, the mm-hmm. bank, and the Swindle. The, okay. the final yeah. the final boss area. But um, in the last stage, it it actually starts to slog a little bit. Ah. And um, the game isn't actually slogging. It's only the frame rate, ah. which means that things will happen that I don't get to see. That's And so I'm having to play. I, I've, I've still got 50 days left. Yeah. And I'm, I'm saving up money for, for my last attempt. And I basically have all the upgrades. But I'm going to need to finish that off. Because you have to pay 400, 400, 400, yeah, per attempt. Because after, if, if you Hardcore. fail, if you fail, mm-hmm. Excuse me. If you fail on the final level, then you get kicked out and have to repurchase access. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Which um, I actually kind of like. <laughs> I was double, sorry, I was uh, double checking. You were talking earlier, and I had I meant to, to double check you. You said Neo is coming out everywhere on a Friday. Thursday. It's coming out on February 7th. Sure. Which is a Tuesday. All right. So I don't know times and dates and numbers. You just know when you. Get I just home. know I'm getting it. When you when you get home, when I get home, it's gonna be there, and that, <laughs> that's all that matters. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure make sure we got that correct. Yeah. Um, we other thing that we got. Uh, speaking of DLC. Speaking of DLC, new Dark Souls. Yes. Which, very happy this about is, this. This is the this is the final DLC for Dark Souls Three, which means that it's the final DLC for now mm-hmm. for the Dark Souls series, and uh, the way that they've. Uh, the DLC is called The Ring City. It launches March 28th. I have the season pass, so I'm going to already have this. Yeah. Um, so I need to get ready because what it says is that The Ring City mm-hmm. is going to be the end of the age of fire. Yeah. You need and to be that, I, I need to be witness to this. I'm, I would like, uh, I didn't, I haven't seen anything on it yet, so correct me if, uh, if you have. Um, do we know where you need to be to start this? No, we, yeah. we won't know until it launches. Yeah, that's what I figured. Because From Software believes in the community, and yep. Well, I, I would like a heads up to prep. Because when they launch, I have to then figure out where do I need to be. Yeah. Um, Get get a character to that, you know that uh, stage in in Dark Souls, mm-hmm. and that's kind of annoying. It so, is, um, but yeah. I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to play it. Yeah. Uh, another thing I'm going to play just for you guys is Tekken Seven. Um, just for you. Guys. Just for Tekken you guys. is fun. I Tekken, like Tekken. Is, Tekken is fun. I racing games and fighting games, if they're not really good, 
Mm -hmm. I, it's it, there's just so many out there that are doing so many similar things. Yeah, Tekken is fun though. Tekken is is interesting. Te Tekken is a lot of fun, and I like the I like the variety of characters. And Tekken is going to come out June second, uh, mm -hmm. which so. is a lot later than I thought it was. I I thought it was like a spring game. Yeah, I thought so too. Which um, I'm going to say what I usually say when something is delayed or comes out a little bit later than we thought. Uh, as long as it's polished when it hits mm -hmm. when it hits the console and the PCs and everything, as long as the product that I'm getting is is um, is polished, it's smooth. Yeah. It doesn't have a bunch of bugs, especially for a game like uh, like Tekken. You have a lot of balancing that you need to do in, in regards yeah. to frame rate, in regards to damage, uh, and then once this releases, uh, most you know, like Street Fighter and all of those, when mm -hmm. it releases, then they continue to balance it out yeah. because you'll find well, the, things. The, the community will find things. Absolutely. <laughs> Always. Find fighting game communities. Just like Overwatch. They would, yeah. I mean, Blizzard played Overwatch for, I mean, they were playing Overwatch in their studio for like over a year mm -hmm. as a, you know, as and a then, team. And then it goes, it goes into the, the closed beta, yeah. then the open beta, yeah. then release, yeah. and they're still they're still patching, balancing, tweaking, and and yeah. there's there's no way to put in enough uh, Q and A to to balance all that stuff out yeah. to clear it all out because uh, after I th can't remember the um, the exact statistic on it, but they're saying like, with a game like Overwatch, in the first I think it was the first couple days, basically people have been playing more hours of the game. Than they spent in developing it in man hours for everyone in the company, not just yeah. the QA testers. Because because that was that was the biggest IP new IP that came out last year, yeah. and it, it kind of took the internet by storm. And people who don't do first person shooters, yeah, picked it up. And yeah, speaking of Overwatch, uh, the Lunar New Year DLC is, is is has started now, and it's going to go continue through February thirteenth. Um, this also brings out the new patch. Uh, they nerfed Diva a little bit, mm -hmm. um, and Ana as well. And so I think that I think that the I think that the triple tank meta mm -hmm. is is not long for this world. Yeah. And I'm, I, I I love right after a patch like this where they they do these minor balancing tweaks and try to figure out okay what now? Yeah. That's that is so much fun when when people try to figure out what's what's going on and honestly since since people don't get mad at me typically yeah for playing Symmetra anymore I don't, I don't care you, you do you do whatever I just now that they made her a little like more lady. viable yeah like you liked her before she you you liked her before she was cool I I did and uh, and and now people can't hate on you for for being. A weak link as a character and a player. Right now, they can just hate on you for being the player. Right, <laughs> only as a player, only because I'm no good at the game. Of course, but I did. I did get to play with with Cameron and Cat yesterday for yeah. like two and a half hours. It's oh, pretty that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, I heard Cat's playing like constantly. A lot. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, something I'll be playing constantly though mm -hmm. is Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Indeed. Which um, we have we have new news that. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild has a, a secret ending, and I know that I know that we're supposed to be your source for news, mm -hmm. but I think that we are doing you a service, yeah. you the audience, by not telling you what's in there. Yes, and that's how I've excused the fact that neither one of us has actually looked at what the secret ending entails. Oh no, or, I, I would not. Like, click we're, it. We're, we're not going to spoil. I'm that. not going to click it because I can't wait for this game. Um, 
I've seen a and lot after, of after you beat it, then maybe you'll come back. And after I've beaten it, I will go look at this art. Look at this article. Um, I so I've uh, I've seen quite a few people um, doing playthrough uh, doing playthroughs of the demo. So the demo uh, that they had recently <laughs> is the same demo that they had at E3 last year. Yep. Except you're playing on Switch and Wii versus Wii, which is fine. Yeah. Um, everyone that I've heard uh, who has played this has said they've loved it. The only the only Thing. I don't know if you heard Colin talk about this. Hmm. He was saying that a lot of the controls are needlessly, they're a little, little too complicated for what it's trying to do. Yeah. Um, but I'm for for they were they did say that the the that the game balancing that the the visuals that all of that is great. It's just if you're trying to do some specific things, then it can be a little compl complicated, which yeah. is true for uh, for a lot of. Um, uh, a lot of the Zelda series. If you're playing Ocarina of Time, it's like, all right, I wanna, I wanna roll a bomb instead of throw a bomb. I need to. There's, yeah. there's certain quirks that you have to do to do it. So uh, when I get my hands on it, I'll let you know why those things are, if they're quirky to me and why. Um, okay. But I've purposely stayed away, and I love that I'm sitting here watching this trailer, and it's not spoiled anything. At all, because all I'm, I see uh, a couple things of I guess you that's see calamity Ganon. type stuff. Well, I see that's, guess that's calamity Ganon. We see some locations we're going to go to, uh, and then you see the majority of the trailer being uh, them on the uh, on the the planes. And yeah. I believe that that looks like the Deku tree, um, but. I'm, I can't wait for this, and I apologize. I, in the notes, as as they are every time, the notes have everything. If you want to grab something out of the description, we'll have that in there. Uh, if you want to spoil the secret ending, just don't do it in the comments, because yeah. about that. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> uh, we got some more DLC news, though. We did. Uh, in regards to Resident Evil 7. Yes, which just came out, and you've been playing it, and you've been going through and, and fighting some family. So I've been fighting the Bakers uh, all week, and... I will say that this game is what is exactly what we needed. It's not okay. There's a couple different parts that get a little frustrating because it's slightly old school gaming where you're pu uh, puzzle solving. Mm -hmm. um, so I will. This is not a spoiler, but when someone says it's real simple, it's three A's and a handprint. They're talking about the morgue puzzle because there are multiple names on those uh, on on the things. So just just that's the thing don't rack your brain over it um, for the most part the puzzles haven't been too bad they're these really cool shadow puzzles where you get an object and there's a projector that shows light and then you have to rotate the object so it matches the shadow okay. I mean it's not it's not too bad when it comes to puzzles but the um, the fact that you can run away from um, most of the enemies except yeah. for very specific scenarios you could just run from Whatever enemy that you're fighting. Well, apparently, um, okay. There, there's a there's a trophy slash achievement for yeah. beating the game in under four hours. Apparently, speedrunners have it down to just under two. Yeah, I've seen. I saw someone do an hour and forty four minutes, Jeez. and I I did I did not watch it. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I watched the first twenty minutes just to see how far they went, and then I stopped when they yeah. were they were where I was. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't want to get anything spoiled. Um, I did like. Um, I've liked a lot of the mystery behind it. I'm still piecing together some of the things that are that are happening. Yeah. Uh, some of the things that happened to to Mia, who's your your wife. Do you do you know about the story? No. So you're you play Ethan, who uh, is is your everyman regular guy. Right. His wife three years ago took a babysitting job, mm -hmm. and then 
disappeared slash left it. Okay. Three years later, he gets a email, I believe, that's, uh, that's from Mia saying, this address, come find me. And he's like, okay, uh, I just like, yeah. I, I just dealt with you leaving me, but now, like, he's like, all right, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe she needs there, help. There's more to the story. Yeah. And that's where you start the game. Okay. And you go to the Baker house and everything. Uh, and so you're trying to find out what it's happened. It's a trap. It's, it's a trap. Uh, but as soon as you see her, she's like, I didn't contact you. So... Well, then you need to change your password. You need to change your password. But the you're trying to figure out what happened to the Bakers, what happened to Mia, mm-hmm. and and all of these things. Uh, and I like the I like the family. I was worried that it was going to be too Texas Chainsaw, but it's yeah. not. Okay. Um, it's it's very cool. I won't spoil anything for you guys, but um, I've, I've I really enjoyed it, except for that morgue puzzle and give you a little little push in that direction because um, it racked my brain way too much because. I couldn't find the three A's. So, but anyway, so the DLC for Resident Evil 7 is coming out uh, January 31st and February 14th, Valentine's Day. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's a Valentine's Day story. Sure, <laughs> you, you go with that. Um, speaking of racking your brain though, um, Death Stranding, uh, we've learned a little bit more about that. Yep. And basically what it is, is that uh, Guillermo del Toro is, is merely an actor. In, in this, he's he's not part of the creative process, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Because I I I really wanted to see that collaboration, but at the same time, I I believe in Kojima's ability to 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 pull this out and and see what he does. Yeah. So, and Del Toro was on board for it, and he was. And I think that this could mean one of two or many other things. Uh, I almost feel like this is an honorary thing because they want to work together, mm-hmm. and so Kojima put him in here. And I almost feel like it, it may be a scheduling thing for for Guillermo, where he's not able to commit himself to uh, to producing or write, helping to write a video game. Yeah. Because video games take a long time to write, and I think yeah. that I think that may be why. Um, He's just an actor in this because he wasn't able to commit that much time to the project. And we're talking like three to five years yeah. for a game. Okay. That's my opinion. I can I, I can see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm bummed that he's not that he's not a part of it. But at the same time, I'm I'm still on board with whatever the heck it is that's happening. I'm very much on board with it. Um, so. I'm I'm excited. Uh, I love both of these guys. I love Mads is in it, so love mm-hmm. him too. So it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be unique and interesting, and I hope that it's good. Is what I'll say. Because yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of people saying, "Oh, it's gonna be great." I don't know anything about it. I can't say that it's gonna be great. Yeah. We, we, we still don't know like what perspective or anything as yeah. far as gameplay goes. We, we just know it's going to be strange. Yeah. So and it's not a puzzle game. Yeah. I really, <laughs> really hope it's not a puzzle game. Especially considering how, how out there Kojima's mind is. His puzzles... His puzzles would be nope. maddening. No, thank you. They would be maddening. Um, so on non-maddening news, uh, mm. Pokemon Sun and Moon uh, got a uh, new update, so they'll be able to accept uh, bank transfers from previous, from previous titles. titles. Yeah. So titles that use the the Pokemon Bank uh, can transfer into into Pokemon Sun Moon, mm-hmm. which I um, I'm happy about that because one of the aspects of Pokemon is to collect, is to catch yeah. them all, catch them all, 
And whether or not you're catching them or not, you're supposed to fill out the Pokedex. You, as the right. as a Pokemon trainer, you're supposed to uh, learn and understand all of these different Pokemon. So to be able to do that and continue to grow your Pokedex from previous games is really cool. Yeah. Um, I think this, this makes me feel like um, people who, and I hate saying this, like people who are not collectors that keep games like I, I I buy a game and if I really enjoy the game I keep it in my collection because yeah. I may be I may want to play it later on yeah and I feel like people who play a game and they go well I've done with that I finished turn, it yeah I'm turn sell it, it in yeah I feel like it's I mean maybe it's just me but I feel like they're they miss out on some things like this um, some of them yeah. miss out on DLC as well um, I, I've heard some people talk about uh, on forums about Resident Evil saying it was really short, and they're like, "I'm trading it in." Well, the DLC is not even out, so yeah. And and that's the thing is is we've reached a point where games are more likely to evolve and become more than they are at launch. Yeah. Like at launch, I mean, there there are some games that <laughs> they come out and they're they're just not done. Yeah, like Street Fighter Five. Yeah. But most of the time, when a game comes out, there will be more there. Yes. And and. Yeah, so hang hang on to games. Yeah, I, or I just buy them digitally and and that works. Cram all that in that into, into your library. I think that uh, I think that if you enjoyed a game, um, I think that I mean if you genuinely enjoyed playing a game, I think it makes sense to just hang on to it. Yeah. Um, you never know if you want to buy if you want to play it again. Uh, if some DLC comes out, if something new pops up, we're in an age like you said where games are not done when they launch. Or games may launch with, you know, six months in, eight months in. Hey, here's a free DLC pack that opens up all the stuff. I mean, you like, Enter, Enter the Gungeon came out like almost a year, a year ago because yeah. it was it was part of the, it was part of the the spring summer indie launch yeah. event, and I I bought it then and I enjoyed it and I did not expect this thing that they just gave me for free. And that's that's beautiful. We live in an amazing time for gaming, uh, and that's that's just one of the amazing things. Uh, speaking of Pokemon, though. <laughs> no yeah. one knows about this because po no one's Pokemon, talking about this. Pokemon Duel <laughs> came out on mobile, and okay, like they they, it, it's there. Yeah. And I couldn't find anyone who had played it, um, up to and including Pokemon people. Like the the Pokemon people yeah. who were fans of Pokemon that I talked to were like, "Wait, this is this is a thing. This is out." I, what, I, what is it? I googled to, to find this and I found people playing um, Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. I found people like, and then I started finding, oh, there are some people who are who are playing it and talking about it, but there are subscribers, uh, there are YouTubers that have a subscriber count lower than us. And I don't mean that to belittle them, I just mean that we are small potatoes. Yeah. And if they're small, I mean, and, and, in regards and, to the YouTube community. And podcast, no podcast people, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's it's when when you have an IP like that. Yeah. If you're going to launch something, support it. Yeah. And I I I, I don't understand. I don't know what this is or why it is here. No. But but it, it it's a thing that exists. It's out on iOS and Android. And even even the the news thing that I that I uh, found it on uh -huh. was like. Oh hey! Uh, apparently, this has been out for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, which is okay. why which is why we're reporting it late. Yeah. Um, and uh, and when I first saw this, apologies while I open this can. Um, 
when I first saw this, what I was really hoping was this was a, a mobile app that, like, you could play the Pokemon card game. That dual Pokemon card yeah, game yeah. on that because I don't even know if that exists. Apparently, there's a there's an, uh, one on PC, mm-hmm. but I thought, oh, that's that's interesting. But instead, it's it's this this crap mobile game. Yeah. Um, that uh, yeah. Speaking of crap mobile games, uh, I played the WWE Match Three bullcrap. <laughs> All right. I don't know why I did that. Because you're a sucker. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for I'm a sucker for um, for WWE, and because I, I want it to be good, yeah. and I do find it funny that right when you start the game, the two wrestlers that are that are wrestling are uh, The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, two people who have not wrestled in forever. No. I, so uh, I think Austin last wrestled in 2006. Rock has come back every now and then, but he's been gone since 2000. Yeah. Three thousand four. Yeah, he's 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 got his own thing he's a going on, guy. Yeah, 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 making things like the earthquake movies and such. Yeah, and the new, um, uh, the new journey to the center of the earth in Moana. and Moana, and I think Jumanji. They're doing okay. a redo. I really, Jumanji. I uh, I was actually really happy because like um, the the my girls were trying to convince me to watch Moana, mm-hmm. um, and so we we ended up having a big talk about spoilers. Because they're they're like they oh they tell you about it yeah they they want to tell me the, the whole thing and I'm yeah. like that's that's not gonna come to, like if I know if I know the ending, eh, I'm probably good. Yeah. But uh, but hearing Dwayne Johnson do his own singing, yes, props to him. It's 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 not the best singing, and that increases my appreciation for it because he he just goes out and he's like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna sing this part. And it's and it and sounds it's, it's it's heartfelt and it's fun. It's not it's not bad. He's not an amazing singer, but right. I'll say the same thing about Jermaine Clements, who's a, who played uh, Tomatoa. Yeah, um, he's a great. Um, I think he's hilarious. He's mm-hmm. played the Concords. I love his songwriting. He's yeah. not a great singer though. Right. But but his character in that yeah is hilarious, is, is entertaining, and, and all of this works. Yes, yes so, it yeah. does. So we love you, Rock. Um, speaking we of also things, like we also like games that come out earlier than we anticipated. Yeah, because I, if uh, if I was given the, um, if someone told me what you know what when do you think this game is coming out, I would have said that Prey was going to come out probably in the fall. Yeah, it was, it was a fall game. Yeah, and we're gonna, it's it's not. We're gonna May fifth. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get Prey, which I'm I'm very excited. I've been excited about this game, and hopeful. I've heard a lot of great things about about it. So. Um, I like the concept. I like. I want to see how the gameplay is because it yeah. reminds me, um, at least, I don't know the the weird uh, futuristic kind of bit of it mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of uh, of Bioshock mixed with yeah. Dead Space mixed with Half Life and all of these things. And then you can turn into a coffee cup. Yeah. And and that that mechanic, like <laughs> how that's gonna play out. Yeah. I cannot wait to see how that's gonna be because that's. I, I enjoy I enjoy things that are that are unique and different in games. Yeah. If you if you show me something that I've never seen in a game, yeah. I'm gonna be so much more excited. And so Prey is different than anything I've ever seen. Yes. And I'm I'm really looking forward to the the terror and the fear of knowing that every inanimate object could be an enemy <laughs> or I could be the inanimate you object. You could be the inanimate object. Like that 
that just seems crazy and fun yeah. and and bizarre. Well, you hit it on the head talking about uh, about it being unique and a type of gameplay that we haven't seen. And if it, if it's fun to play and it's unique, it's amazing. And I think yeah. that's why the uh, that uh, octopus dad, uh, Octo Dad, yeah. Octo Dad. Um, I think that's why that game people wanted to play that game. That's why yeah. people want to play Goat, Goat Simulator. Simulator, which I picked, which I picked up for like <laughs> four bucks the other day, and the girls love it. It's it's hilarious. Um, it's it's stupid. But how many times? I mean, I've never played another game where I got to play a goat. Yeah, I mean, I, I like uh, the girls really enjoy uh, like licking, like getting your tongue stuck on somebody and then just dragging them through the town. <laughs> That's the other thing I like about it is uh, like like uh, Braden's played it and your your girls have played it. Um, the fact that you have this ridiculous game, this weird game. And there's there's not like gore and obscenity. Yeah, it doesn't need any of that. No. Yeah, even if you're no no matter what you're doing, even if you're hitting someone like ramming them in a cartoon way. Yeah, then they just they just go they just uh, ragdoll. Yeah, and I, I like that. I mean, yeah. it's it's silly. It's silly. It's Looney Tunes silly. It it really <laughs> is, and and it's it's unexpected. Yeah. And yeah, I I, I appreciate that. You know what? Speaking else of things that are unexpected, <laughs> uh, Francis Ford Coppola has. Uh, he, he's on Kickstarter now. Yeah, they're they're making a game out of Apocalypse Now. Okay, so, so Apocalypse Now, mm. for for those of you who who don't know, is a movie about uh, about the Vietnam War, mm -hmm. and uh, and it is anything but but cheery and happy, and uh, it is it's a great film. Mm -hmm. It's I would say like uh, a lot of a lot of movies. Um, like Full Metal Jacket. It's not yeah. easy to watch. Um, it has a lot of amazing performances from Marlon Brando and, and Martin Sheen, and and it's a, it's a great film. But I don't know how this is going to translate as a game. How do you do yeah. this as a game? And maybe it's very Telltale-ish. Um, I did look in there. They were saying that uh, they wanted to do this themselves mm -hmm. because if uh, if someone else took this property and made it, they were going to probably do a first-person shooter, like a Call of Duty. Well, I mean, okay, Heart of Darkness is is the, the book that... Heart of Darkness becomes The Road, becomes Apocalypse Now, becomes yeah. Spec Ops The Line. Like, there there are a lot of different interpretations of... It, it's, it's, about the, it's about the psyche of, of where, where these games come from and what, what war does to people. And, and that's, it's a fascinating concept that I think uh, is, is worth exploring. And it, I think it'll be interesting to see what Francis Ford Coppola thinks of video games in 2017. Yeah. So, yeah. Because he is 77 years old, I is believe. He? Yeah. Goodness. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, so th th that's that's just one of those those weird bits of news that we, we feel compelled to share with you. Yeah, uh, but one bit of news that isn't weird that I'm I'm happy for and did not expect. Yeah, is the new Avengers game, mm -hmm. which we know nothing about. Square Enix, uh, Idos Montreal, and Idos Montreal, and so Idos Montreal did Tomb Raider, mm -hmm. uh, and with uh, Crystal Dynamics, and Crystal Dynamics. I mean, it. 
you have some great studios here, yeah. and they're doing a, a Marvel Cinematic tie-in. It looks like, which what I'm what I'm hoping that they're going to do with this is we're going to get something very Infinity War-ish. Uh, but because this is um, the question that I would have is I believe that the this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so they can only do the move do the movie stuff. They can't have the X Men in it, um, which yeah. is which is unfortunate because. Um, well, the rights to the to the X Men games, I don't think, are with Fox, but they may be in there. Marvel, it's, Marvel it's is a very confusing thing. It's confusing. Um, but if you give me a good Avengers game, what I would love, I would love a another game similar to the Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Okay. But with Avengers. Yeah. That could be really really fun. Yeah. Because that game um, last. Basically, all we all we have is uh, they're they're trying to push that hashtag reassemble. Yep. Which never got into the top fifty. So that that didn't work. That but, didn't. But other things, Marvel got into the top. I mean, other hashtags were up there. Yeah. But it wasn't reassemble. Yeah, and I thought that was funny because reass <laughs> hashtag reassemble is in their trailer, but Square Enix doesn't know how to market stuff. No. Um, anyway, but this is this is Crystal Dynamics, and I, I would assume that Square Enix is just publishing because Eidos Montreal and and Crystal Dynamics are going to be doing the work. Yes. And. We'll see what this is. It was a weird time to just be like, "Hey, here's the thing we're working on. It's 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 not tied into anything." It, it, and this was a deliberate thing that they yeah. decided to do in the middle of a Thursday. Yeah. Well, they they announced the day before we got something to talk about, and yeah. everyone was like, "Is it about the Spider-Man game? We don't know." But here you go. Here's a thing. <laughs> here's a thing, and yeah. it's it's a good thing. Here's another thing for you. Mm. Nino Kuni two. Yes. Yeah, so coming to a PC worldwide simultaneously with PS4, again, simultaneous release, mm -hmm. which is the hashtag for this show. Uh, so uh, I, I'm, I'm happy about that because this is continuing to show we live in a global market. And if we get what we want, everyone gets it at the same time. Yeah. And can I wait for this game? You know what I just noticed on that? What's that? I just noticed this. I'm going to rewind it for just a second. Okay. When she stomps here, mm -hmm. hold on a second. Get a thing eating this, touching my chin, and stomp with jiggle physics. Mm -hmm. I didn't notice that before. <laughs> okay. Well, they don't have bras in Ding Dong Go. Apparently, they don't. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I did not expect that because uh, this is so. I don't know. Family oriented. It's family oriented, but honestly, like it's it's not a Bo sexual. It's, it's not a sexual yeah. thing. Boobs exist, boobs and exist. and I think that, I mean, especially with a a non-American developer working on it, it's it's not a big deal. Yeah. And outside of America, it's not a big yeah, deal. That's true. So but calm yourself down. I, I'm just just, I'm just buy it and play it. I'll, I'll buy it. Because I have I have zero problem with playing this with my girls. Yeah. And there was oh, no. there was there was a, a character in the first one that uh, she was like a mountain, mm -hmm. and um, uh, to to get to get inside the mountain, like you were, you were trying to help uh, cure her heart mm -hmm. or something, and uh, and she had these she she was kind of laying back and she had these big uh, she had these big hills in front of her, and you had to bounce on the hills yeah. to get into. That was funny. Yeah. So yeah. Well, 
I think maybe I'm still stuck on that because uh, we just watched uh, the um, San Andreas last night. We had bad movie night last night. Yeah. We watched San Andreas, and every yeah. single scene that uh, Alexandria Daddario, whatever her name is, mm -hmm. every scene that she's in, like uh, after uh, well, like 30 minutes into the movie, actually every scene that she's in, like fo focuses on her boobs. But like she runs a lot in it, mm -hmm. and like I know they're doing it on purpose, and I know that she knows that they're doing it. But it's like, if she's not running, you yeah. see cleavage. So, yeah. that's still on, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, things that Patrick is happy about, though, is, uh, is Xbox is dropping the snap feature from the UI, which is a cool idea, but you, you have to, uh, you have to dedicate committed resources to this yes, in order to keep this up and, and available at all times. And basically what they said was that it was slowing down slowing down the UI, and it wasn't really that useful. They have all kinds of metrics on this is what people are using, this is when people are using it, this yeah. is stuff that people have problems with, and this is just another example of, of Xbox listening to the to the fans and being like, oh, okay, so you're not using this? All right. Yeah. And, and as an Xbox user, you're fine with this dropping. I'm fine so. with this because the only time that I used it was to, to, get, um, to get Twitch uh, mm -hmm. going. Uh, other than other than that, I had no reason to use the snap feature. Uh, yeah. I have I have a cell phone. I have a, a laptop. Cell phones yeah. are always next to me, so I'm, I can I'm just sad. use that. Yeah, I don't need yeah. to. I don't need to snap. Like, oh, what does Machinima say about this? What uh, you know? How do I how do I beat this? How do I beat this game? I'll look it up on my phone. I'll pause it. I'll yeah. look up look it up on my phone and figure out how to how to how to beat a boss or whatever. There's other ways to do this other than the snap feature. Yeah. No, uh, hardly anyone was using it. I'd lo I'd love to see this um, the, the actual, actual stats, actual on, stats it, yeah. on it because every person that I've seen in forums has said, oh, this is the only time I used it was for Twitch. Yeah. Um, I do. I don't so, see any reason so to use it otherwise. Smooth that out and just let it happen. Smooth it out and let me just get to Twitch quicker, which I would love. But yeah. I. But it's still funky as opposed to PlayStation, which is share. Hit the buttons and you're done. I mean, yeah. it's it's except, literally except, share xx rename done. Yep. I mean, it's so simple. Yeah. Um, and then our last bit of news that we have for this week is uh, Avalanche was the company that was working on the Disney Infinity stuff. Yeah. They're back. Mm -hmm. They have they they closed the studio down. They're reopening it, and uh, it's so Warner Brothers has reopened Avalanche, and that's happy. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that they're back. They're they're now working on Cars two. So Cars Three, sure, whatever. It's, it's more crap. I don't um, know. So they got them to they got them out of uh, they they bought them out to make a, a crappy game, and I say crappy because uh, the Cars series uh, has no has no business anywhere. Um, so uh, out of all of the the Pixar stuff, Cars is Cars is garbage, uh, and you know unless they make and this... even Eddie Izzard couldn't save the second one. Yeah. Yeah, no one's gonna and save if, it. And if, if, if Eddie Izzard can't save it, it's not worth saving. Yeah. En jungfer red ved juletid. Ching chong ching gudilai. Og bring ham dannet sneen vid. Ching chong ching gudilai. Welcome to the topic of the episode show, as we call it totes. I'm Patrick. Totes. Yeah. I'm Kevin. So uh, every single week, we give you a weekly topic to uh, to then tell us what you think about the things that we think that we told you to talk about. Exactly. And this week, we're talking about who got you into gaming. So yeah. who specifically in your in your in your childhood in your life, um, I say I say it could be life because some people didn't get in as a child. Most a lot of people did. Yeah. Um, 
But who specifically got you uh, into into gaming um, in in the first place? And uh, I'll I'll start off by. I think my brother more than anything got me into gaming. Mm -hmm. um, we had an Atari, which I played when I was very, very young, and I failed at every single thing it had to do with Atari because the Atari games were very challenging. They're they're pretty tough. And then we got a uh, Nintendo uh, and NES. My brother got this because I'm he's ten years older than me. My brother got an uh, an NES, and I played Mario, and then he gave me the NES. Um, when he uh, when he got a Sega Genesis and Sega CD and all of those things, so I played the NES constantly, and then I played the the Genesis when my brother wasn't home. I played the Genesis, um, whether or not he was allowing me to do so. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was okay with me with with, with me playing it, uh, but there were. I think he got me into gaming because he's you know he's ten years older than me. He's my cooler older brother, and to to play games uh, and to see that that it's okay to play games that it's not a it's not a childhood thing. It's it's a cool thing. You can be cool, listen to like heavy metal, and play yeah. Bard's Tale. Yeah, I mean, which we played on PC as well. Like when the PCs that we had, he would play PC games on, and you know playing like. Bard's Tale is probably the first game that I played with him where he was like walking me through and like saying, okay, this is what this is, this is what this is. Yeah. And I was really too young to really grasp all of it at the time, <laughs> but he took his time to do that. Yeah. And it was really cool for him to do that. Yeah. And so we've gotten some responses from the audience. Um, Owen said, my dad, even though my earliest memory is playing Super Mario on my own, the time when I remember being excited to play games was on our Hulk 386 with the likes of Commander Keen, Jill of the Jungle, Duke Nukem, Wolfenstein 3D, and Doom. Um, he talks about uh, floppy disks and 3.5s yeah. and, like, and like just all this stuff. And like th this was this was the shareware days. Back when if you had floppy disks were actually floppy. The 4.5s, the yep. the big the four more Which I never I never saw the big. I think there's like an eight and something. There's like an even bigger one. Really? I never saw those. But like the fours and the threes saw those. Um, and yeah, I loved like the, those days of like Oregon Trail, mm. and and uh, you know the days where you got like four or five uh, floppy disks. Yeah, yeah. They're all labeled disk one, insert disk one, install mm -hmm. it, insert disk two. Yeah. Yeah. And they all had, what, like five meg of capacity? <laughs> uh, I thought it was more like one. I think it's, for the for the floppies, I think it's, I think it may be one. For the 3.5s, I thought it was like two or three. I can't remember. Okay. Um, but let us know on Twitch, by the way, uh, who who got who got you guys into gaming, um, as we as we talk about who got us into gaming. Yeah, and for me it was uh, it was actually in okay one point four four was on the three and a half. On the three and a half, okay. And the first eight inch floppy disk had a storage capacity of eighty kilobytes. Heck yeah! What what else? Who needs more? So uh, yeah, it was like I I had I had been around games and seen them, obsessed over them. Yeah, but. Um, I actually had a Sunday school teacher named Mrs. Wells, and whenever we went over to her house for like small groups or whatever, then uh, then I would be like, "Yay, it's time to play video games!" And so like she had uh, Super Mario Brothers, okay, and uh, Donkey Kong slash Donkey Kong Junior. Oh, cool! Donkey Kong Junior. So I, I I actually like Donkey Kong Junior better than Donkey. Kong. I do too. I do too. Donkey so. Kong is relentlessly difficult. 
Yeah. And it is, I, I it feel is like, that era of difficulty. I feel like there's less creativity in the levels, too. Yeah. Because Donkey Kong Jr. has a, has a lot more variety between the stages. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so that, that was a thing. And she actually gave that system to me for my 11th birthday. And then I traded it in to Owen's dad and all my games to get the Super NES ah. because I wanted the money for that. And, um, but yeah, like it was, it was for, for them to be grownups. Yeah. Grown-ups that I liked, grown-ups that were cool, like like you were saying, mm-hmm. um, and and to see that this was a thing that that could that could be more than just mindless entertainment. Yeah, and uh, and there were also like a couple of babysitters that could beat Super Mario Brothers, yeah. which at the time was just <laughs> how did you even do that? This game's next to impossible because I'm bad at games, <laughs> and then. Um, I'm fairly confident she'll never see this. So I'm actually going to give a shout out to my mom. Um, because video games were borderline forbidden. We got 15 minutes a weekend, yep. which made it so much more alluring. Yeah. That that <laughs> makes you want to play it. That makes you think about it all the time. Yeah. And and I, I never I never got a chance to be to have that that appetite sated. Yeah. You can't do anything <laughs> in 15 minutes on most games. I mean, no, you you really can't. You you really can't. Even even in early games, um, I think that I think that a lot of uh, the kids that I grew up with as well uh, helped get me into gaming. And um, there's uh, like certain friends. Uh, who was it? It's my friend Ernest who got me into like Sega Genesis stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was playing Nintendo, and Genesis was the thing. And I went over to his house. We were playing Sonic and Aliens and all these really cool games. Um, and then it's on Genesis. It's fun. It really is. And then uh, my friend uh, Greg uh, got me into uh, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Seven. Mm-hmm. And um, sorry, wasn't Greg? No, it was Greg. Greg got me into Final Fantasy Seven. And then other friends of mine who who uh, who played it, like my friend David, that played it, and then like gave me his save of him almost beating the game. Nice. And he gave me the save so that way I could like go around the world because I hadn't gotten that far. Right, right. I wasn't done with this too, but I could go I could go everywhere and I spent ridiculous amounts of time in the Golden Saucer doing that. Yeah. Um I, I had a friend, uh, Ivan St. John, and whenever we went over to his house, uh, that was where I was introduced to Final Fantasy Six, which became and remains my favorite game of all time. Yeah. And I I beat about half that game at his house. Wow. And yeah, uh, it was, it, and that's that's also where, like the the social aspect of, of figuring it out and the, the schoolyard talk, yeah, which in my case was churchyard talk yeah. <laughs> uh, about well did did you see this have you beaten this thing and the the reason that we enjoy the Soul series so much is because this is something similar to that did you see this have you have you found yeah. this did you, you know realize that? yeah <laughs> and then. Uh, my next door neighbor was the one who had the uncle that worked for Nintendo, which we all had. We all had a friend who had an yeah. uncle who worked for Nintendo, and that's how they found out about stuff. Of course, yeah. We also have Alex. He said my aunt Thea gave me her Sega and her SNES. She really got me interested, and we would play Super R Type together. Great memories, and that's yeah. That's that's a really special thing to be able to to uh, pass that on to the next generation. Yeah. yeah. And Chris White says that. Um, his dad got him into gaming with Pitfall 2 on the Atari 2600. That was one of my first games uh, was Pitfall. Um, and like I said, I was I was horrible at it. But I thought it was cool. Pitfall is hard. But it was really cool. Yeah. Because I didn't see, I mean, 
as a kid, back back in those days, those were the amazing graphics. Then the NES blew everything out of the water. Yeah. But the uh, the Atari for the uh, late seventies, early eighties, like it was it was great. Not only not only was it was it amazing as far as graphics go, but as far as the gameplay went, because yeah. so many games at that point were like two mechanics. Yeah. You you have you have jump. You have run. Yep. <laughs> Those are your two mechanics. That's all you need. Yeah, and this this introduced like swinging and dodging and ducking and multiple levels and like the, it 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 pushed into the adventure genre. Yeah. Would later become some of our favorites. Yeah. And we we really appreciate that. Didn't have Tomb Raider and Uncharted and any of that after that. Yeah. And then uh, Cassandra said, uh, "Oh, she says Kevin Twin Daddy Bradley did." Aww. Which I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Actually, I, I do have to apologize to her because um, she was frequently the lookout. Yep. Because we had to, whenever whenever my parents left, again hoping they don't watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, they already know. They uh, But yeah, like when, whenever they left, because games were forbidden except on the weekends, we would we would take it out, set it up, get it all put together, and we got to the point where uh, whoever was the lookout in the front bedroom, mm-hmm. you know, they they didn't get to watch. Yeah. We cycled. I never had that role because I was the oldest. You were the oldest, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like we we got to where we could we could unhook it from the TV, roll up all the controllers, put it all nice and neat next to the system, and then be somewhere else reading. Yeah. In the time it took them to pull up, get out, walk in the front door. <laughs> it was a team effort, and I appreciate you siblings for helping me out with that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so yeah. let us know in the comments what some of your favorite. Um, uh, what some of your favorite uh, memories are, and what who got you into gaming specifically? And uh, next week's Toads episode, do you have a topic? Uh, next week's Toads episode is going to be uh, who is your favorite sidekick? Yeah, because there there are good sidekicks, there are bad sidekicks, there are annoying sidekicks, but who who are your favorites? Um, and then we also have a couple of comments. Uh, it says shout out for my man Dixie Rett. I don't know if that's somebody that got you into gaming. Yeah, or Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, and then we also have in the in the comments, how does one get at a job as amazing as this? Get a camera. Uh-huh. Get a Twitch account. Yep. Just start doing it. Yeah. That's what we did. What what we have now is a lot different than what we had when we started. We yeah. started. We just we just had a camera and we pointed it at the wall and I had like a poster that I got <laughs> at one point and we just sat there we just sat there and talked. We yeah that's and that's really. If if you want to do something like this, um, I'd, I'd really recommend. I mean, the the equipment is dirt cheap now. Um, grab a camera. Uh, we started. We started. We weren't able to do a live stream at the at the first uh, at first, but uh, um, grab a camera, grab a microphone, and uh, and just do it. Is really what I say. Yeah. So, so go out there and, and have a good week. Yeah. Let us know what you're playing. And uh, two things. Minor announcements. Mm-hmm. First off, uh, I did go ahead and get the uh, the Arkham or the the Telltale Batman series. Yeah. So uh, the Silent Treatment the series is coming out, and the second thing is both of us have pre-ordered Neo, and yeah. so once that comes out, there there's going to be gameplay and discussion as far as that goes. So look forward to Neo. Look forward to a Silent Batman. Yes. And we'll see soon. you next Sunday. <laughs>